Frank Ling. And I'm Charles Lee. And you're listening to the Grok Science Show. That's right. It's a weekly look at the world of science, technology, and their effects on our daily lives. Coming up on today's program, Philippe Musou will join us to discuss aligning the dots. So stay tuned for all of this. Plus the Grokatron 5000. And our world-famous question a week. Coming right up. Here. On the Grok's Science Show. Science Show. Well, the trick to growing any business, they're a system that can actually be used. Well, joining us today to discuss this issue is Dr. Philippe Bussou. Dr. Bussou has spent three decades in Silicon Valley as an entrepreneur, a CEO, venture capitalist, and a management consultant. He is currently managing partner at Blue Dots Partners, LLC, a firm he co-founded on Topline Acceleration. He's worked in numerous industries in Silicon Valley, including at Apple as director of Worldwide Internet Commerce Group. He has penned the new book entitled Aligning the Dots, The New Paradigm to Grow Any Business. Dr. Bussou, thank you so much for joining us today on Rock Science Show. Thank you, Charles. It's a pleasure being here. Well, it is a fascinating book you've put together on growing businesses. I'm curious, why did you decide to put this book together? Well, you know, I think that growth, top-line revenue growth, is one of the greatest and most vexing challenges all businesses face. It's certainly a challenge that I encountered many times in my 30 years in Silicon Valley, where I studied and ran a business from zero to $350 million dollars. And it's a challenge that was often debated by the 20 boards of directors that I had the pleasure to serve on. And it's a challenge I, th- I saw to the $43 million I invested as a venture capitalist. So growth is a really key challenge. And for a long, long time, I wanted to get an answer to a very deceptively simple question, which is, what do I do on Monday morning at 8 o'clock to grow my business faster? There are many books out there that's tried to approach this issue, but have they not gotten the right approach to trying to address that question? Well, you're right. There are many books that have been written on the topic. The problem is that they look at it in a very conventional way, which is typically to blame the lack of growth to sales. And it's very tempting to say, well, you know, let's just hire more salespeople, change our sales force. Let's just change our compensation plan for the sales reps. Let's have more incentives, you know, before the end of the quarter. And then beyond sales, you know, people tend to look at marketing and lead generation, the prosecution of, of the leads. And sometimes they say, well, we need to add a new feature because our competition has it. Sometimes companies decide to buy another business because it's going to bring more revenue and they're going to grow this way. And of course, my favorite tactic is, well, let's just change our logo or our the name of our companies. Well, all those tactics, in my experience, typically yield to disappointing results. And the reason is, it's because they are based fundamentally on emotion rather than data. So the book that I wrote is really to introduce a new way to think about how do I grow, you know, based on data and analysis and objectivity as opposed to subjectivity and emotions. It sounds like most of these other approaches miss the point in terms of trying to actually determine what it is they can do to actually grow rather than masking or covering up the deficiencies in their own system as it exists at the moment. Yeah, that's exactly right. So they they understand the symptoms. They see that top line revenue not growing as fast as they'd like. 
but they don't necessarily fundamentally understand why and where it's coming from. And the book is really about understanding the fundamental reason a company doesn't grow, which is really a fundamental lack of alignment somewhere with the market. And I think that's the difference between my book and all the other books that have been written on that topic. Well, the book is titled Aligning the Dots, and it, and it really is trying to align what the business does and what the, the customer needs. So how do we align the dots? Well, first of all, the book makes the argument that the fastest way to grow, the optimal growth rate for any business is by aligning the business perfectly with its target market, which means that it has to define its target market, obviously. If you perfectly align your business with your target market, then you will grow as fast as you can within that market, obviously. What happens is if you go then to the next step, which is well, what does that really mean and how do I measure if my alignment is good or bad? And I think the big insight of the book is that there are four independent axes of alignment between any business and its target market. And what's remarkable is that this applies to any business. So I can take a cafe on the left bank in Paris, or I can take Tesla, or I can take IBM or any company, it applies the exact same way. And let me very quickly describe those four axes of alignment. The first one is that the pain of the customer and the claim that the business makes to address that pain, those two things have to be aligned. So imagine, Charles, you come to me with a headache and I give you a stomachache pill. Well, your pain is your head. My claim is to solve your stomachache. Down the line, you're never going to get my pill. The second one is that the perception and the message have to be aligned. So the message is the expression of the claim, which I described to you as a business. And the perception is your understanding of that claim. So imagine I have the right pill for your headache. It costs a dollar and, and your headache will be gone in 10 minutes. But I described it to you in French, I'm assuming you don't speak French, then you would never buy my pill because like, what the heck is this guy talking about? That's the second axis. The third axis of alignment is that the way the business sells the product and the way customers want to acquire that product, those two things have to be aligned. So if I say, well, Charles, you can get my pill, but you have to fly here in the Bay Area. You're going to say, well, wait a minute, you know, I'm, I'm in Chicago. Why can't I just go down the street to the pharmacy and buy your pill? And then the four axis is my favorite one called I stole it out of the Apple playbook. So I spent three years at Apple and I during the last one, I worked directly for Steve Jobs. And by the way, if you ever wonder how I lost my hair now, you know. And there is one critical lesson I learned from Steve, which was I realized that at the end of the day, there is only one single business on this planet. And that unique business is the manufacturing and the delivery of delight. Let me say that again, because it's really critical. The only business there is on this planet is the manufacturing and delivery of delight. So when somebody buys a product, that person has a certain expectation of what that product does. And if that expectation isn't met, then there is a misalignment between the expected delight and what's delivered. And that's the four axis of alignment. So again, the four universal axis of alignment between any business and its target market are that the claim of the business and the pain of the customer have to be aligned. The perception of the customer and the message of the business have to be aligned. The way the business sells in the marketplace and the way customers want to buy have to be aligned. And then the expected delight and what's delivered to them have to be aligned. And if you align your business along those four independent axes, you will grow as fast as you can within your target market. Uh, intuitively, one can see how it would be important for any business. Do you find that any of those are more relevant? Does it depend on the particular business or should all of them be treated equally? Yeah, it's a great question. 
my view is that all of them should be treated equally because if one of them isn't aligned, then it will have a negative impact on the growth. Now, the amount of negativity that is going to bring to the top line growth rate depends on the axis. So if your customer are extremely unhappy with your product and you're perfectly aligned along the three axes, your business will probably not live for a long time. If the alignment between the expected delight and what you deliver is good, but not perfect, then your business will still grow, but probably not at the growth rate that it could. So they are all equally important. In other words, you cannot ignore one. Now, is it true that one of them has a different impact on the growth rate depending on the business? Yeah, that, that is correct. Say I'm growing a business and I want to try and figure out each of these axes. I mean, how does one go about trying to quantify some of these features? Yeah, so the book actually highlights some of the tools that I developed to measure this alignment because ultimately I wanted to measure each of those four alignment coefficients between zero and 100%. So I've developed some techniques and, and tools to do that. So let me give you an example of the fourth alignment, which is the alignment between the expected delight and what the company delivers. If you study the amount of energy you put into interacting with a product from the moment you, you start unpacking that product all the way to disposal, you will typically have a Gaussian curve, meaning you spend more time in the middle, which is using the product. And there are actually six steps when you start to interact with the product, the first one being discovery, and then you have usage, support, maintenance, upgrade, and then disposal. And so depending on the business, we look at those six steps and we put a weight. So for example, if you go to Starbucks and you finish drinking your coffee and you need to throw away your cup, that's the disposal part of the interaction with the product or the service, you know, you basically find a trash can of maybe you can recycle and you put your cup in there. You don't think a lot about it. But imagine that there were no garbage cans, uh, disposal cans at Starbucks. Well, you would still enjoy the coffee if you like it, but so it will not impact as dramatically your your expect your expectation and, and your, your experience with the product. So we would put a weight of 0.2, for example, in that particular step, which is the disposal. So depending on the business, we put a, a weight on each of those six steps. And then we go out and we ask people. So we ask them, we say, you have a, a Toyota car. Can you rate from uh, one to 10 your experience with the maintenance and the service aspect of the car, just the maintenance and the service? So then you end up with a number. And we multiply the numbers um, that we hear for each of the six steps by the weights, and we normalize it to 100, and we come up with a delightfulness coefficient from zero to 100%. So that's an example on how we measure the alignment along the fourth axis. A sort of a new approach. Is it one that businesses you find are amenable to? Well, I co-founded Blue Dots Partners, which is a management consulting firm only focused and obsessed about helping companies grow faster. What we observe, and we've done, you know, dozens and dozens of, of those engagements, um, and, and some of the case studies that I highlight in the book actually came from those customers' uh, interactions and, and engagements. What we found out, which is really remarkable, is that we measure the growth rate of our clients 12 months before they hired us. So we say, well, what was your growth rate? And then we deliver them a growth playbook, which is based on the book and the methodology. So we actually give them an action plan so they know what to do on Monday morning at eight o'clock to grow faster based on our methodology that I described. And then we said, okay, if you implement at least 50% of our playbook, because some of them do, others don't, 
what was your growth rate 12 months after the implementation? And what was remarkable is that we found that the growth rate of our customers who implemented our growth playbook 12 months after was 39% higher than the growth rate that they had before they hired us. So there was a dramatic impact on that growth rate. Now, it's not because we're smart. It's because we have a very rational, unemotional way of measuring growth and telling them what to do based on the misalignments that we find along those four axes. So those businesses have been very successful in growing faster because they implement our methodology and because it is data-driven. There is no emotions in what we do. And so it works really well. And it's very, very common sense if you think about it. It's not rocket science. It's not quantum mechanics. Do you think any business can pick up these principles, the paradigm that you put forth here and implement their own growth playbook? Absolutely, yeah. I certainly hope so. And that, in fact, that's the reason I wrote the book is because I wanted to open people's eyes on a new way to think about solving that problem of growth. And if if a CEO or a business leader or business manager reads the book and implement it and grow faster, then I'll, I'll be thrilled. And certainly, I think within organization itself, there must be some alignment that's done probably along these same axes. Yeah, so a business cannot grow if there is no internal alignment. And the reason is because you cannot execute any strategy if the management team and the employees are not aligned behind that strategy. So when I say there's four axes of alignment, actually the reality is that it's four plus one. So there's the four axes of alignment, which is which are the alignments between the business and its target market. And then the fifth one is the internal alignment, which is absolutely critical. But you cannot have an internal alignment if you don't realize that you need to organize your business and align your business along the four external axes between the business and its market. So the internal alignment of the team is absolutely critical to execute the growth playbook. And again, if they are not internally aligned, then it doesn't matter what the external alignments are because it's just not going to execute it and they're not going to realize the growth potential that they have. Are there examples of organizations that have been aligned well and those not so much? Yeah, so let me give you an example of an organization that has been really well aligned along the second axis, which is the perception versus the message. So I'd like you to imagine, and I know it's going to sound surreal, but imagine if you can eat ice cream with no remorse. Well, now you can, thanks to this company called Hello Top. Their message is very, very clear. It's high protein, low calories, low fat, low sugar with good flavor. And perception that they establish in the marketplace is that it's lifestyle ice creams that are healthy, they have good taste, and they are made with all natural ingredients. And this is an example where the message and the perception are perfectly aligned. And in fact, in 2017, HelloTop, this company, became the best-selling ice cream in the U.S. They displaced both you know, Ben & Jerry's and Häagen-Dazs. So this is a good example of a really good alignment along the second axis. And consequently, the growth that they've been able to enjoy because of that particularly good alignment. And there are many other examples, and some of them are in the book. What would your recommendations be for going about evaluating their alignment? Well, first of all, I think there are two steps. The first one is to realize that the traditional way about solving the growth challenge are just not working. I would say just forget about the way people have been thinking about it for a long time. And once they are open-minded and they are interested in, in saying, okay, well, then if I do that, what do I do? Then the next step is to really think about 
understanding what aligning my own business with my target market really means. And to do that, you can look at it along the four axes that I described and said, okay, well, how truly am I aligned in each of those four directions and four dimensions? And they can read the book and they can understand what it means, how to measure it. And then once you measure it, that gives you the insights to understand what the misalignments are. And once you understand what the misalignments are, it's actually easy to put together an action plan that says, okay, this is what I'm going to do to change those misalignments and to better align. And if they do that and they are true to that process, then they will grow faster for sure. If anyone wants to find out more besides the book, uh, where can they go? Well, the easiest thing is to go to aligningthedots.com and they will find more information about the book. And if they are interested in our firm and our management consulting services at Blue Dots, they can go to bluedotspartners.com and I will give them more information about how we do those things. We were just talking with Dr. Philippe Bussou. He is the author of the new book, Aligning the Dots, the new paradigm to grow any business. And Dr. Bussou, thank you so much for joining us today on the Grox Science Show. Thank you so much, Charles. It's been a pleasure to be on your show. Thank you again. And that's all for this week's edition of the Grok Science Show. Make sure you tune in next week for more from the world of science and technology. If you'd like to contact us here, you can email us at science at groks.net. For Grok Science, I'm Frank Ling. And I'm Charles Lee. Make sure you also see us on the web at www.groks.net. Have a great afternoon and keep on grokking.